Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. Even though a problem may have been around a long time, and you may see no way to beat it or overcome it, that's just, just because you can't see a way doesn't mean there's not a way. There is a way. God is the way, and he already knows. He's not having to try to figure it out, but we, we have to give him our part. He, he requires something of us, uh, and that's our faith, our trust, our listening, our obeying. And so um, you can be built up in this, like we're confessing in the beginning, uh, the Lord talked about people. He, he made reference to folks that had no faith. Others, he said, had little faith. And a few, he said, had great faith. Anybody want to be in that great faith category? Well, for one thing, it pleases God. Faith pleases him, so a lot of faith is going to please him a lot. So uh, get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the class. We've saved you a seat right here. Turn everything else off and give this your full attention. Give him your full attention and you'll get answers. Lord, all of us agree together as touching this, asking for direction, guidance, utterance, help, answers. And we purpose not to be hearers only, but to be doers as you show us how. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Would you turn to Hebrews, the third chapter again? Hebrews 3, verses we've been looking at for some time now in a series that we're calling Overcoming Unbelief. The Bible has a lot to say about faith. It also has a lot to say about unbelief. And sometimes you learn a lot about what something is by learning what it's not. It eliminates a lot of things and gives you understanding. And we're, we're given examples in the scripture to follow, like Hebrews chapter 11, that great uh, faith chapter with all the individuals who exhibited and demonstrated faith and pleased God. But we're also given whole chapters of folks that got it wrong. <laughs> and we're told, don't do that, <laughs> right? And that's what this is talking about. Hebrews 3 and 7 says, Wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation, and said they do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest. 
Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. The Israelites that God delivered out of Egyptian bondage, they never got free from the spirit of fear. And, and that spirit of fear results in bondage. And they kept every time they, they faced a challenge, instead of trusting God and believing Him to get them the rest of the way, they rebelled and said, no, we got to go back. Go back to what? Back to bondage. Doesn't make sense. But that's what fear will do to you. Fear is not reasonable. Fear is not rational. And uh, the spirit of fear is just that. It's not just a mentality. It's spiritual force. Well, the Bible talks about the spirit of faith. And we see that the scripture said, uh, Caleb and Joshua, that Caleb had a different spirit, another spirit. And we hear it in that when the 12 spies came back from searching out the land, and really the next step is they're supposed to go in and get it. They're right there. Think, think about it. God has gotten them to the door. Right? Something that nations around them would have said never was, would have never happened. God delivered them from probably the strongest empire on the planet, got them out free and clear, healed and with money, got them, you know, they, they would have been killed and, and, and taken back hostage again at the Red Sea, but God fixed that. Is that right? Brought them through the Red Sea when Pharaoh and his host tried to chase after them, covered them. Uh, now they don't have to think about Pharaoh's army ever again. Right? They are free from all of that. And he has finally got them to the border. They're there. The promised land is there. You can see it from here. Now the spies have gone in and brought it. And they said, oh man, it's exactly like God told us. You know, look at these grapes. Look at these pomegranates. Look at these figs. Is this amazing? I mean, it truly is off the chart productive and beautiful and wonderful but there's people already here giants walled cities and they said we can't do it you know we got to turn around we got to go back uh, we got to go back got to go back class are you listening got to go back no we can't do this it's too much it's too far it's too high. There's no way. We, we need to forget about this. We got to go back. Back to what? Back to bondage. Isn't that the enemy? Back. And they were convinced of it. But <laughs> Joshua and Caleb popped up and said, uh-uh, no, listen. Their defense is depart, departed from them. They got no defense because God gave it to us and he's with us. We can do it. They're bread for us. Let's go get it. Yes. <laughs> now you're talking about swimming upstream, right? Compared to the other 10 spies and all the hundreds of thousands of people that agree with the bad report. And in the midst of this, can't, can't you see such a sharp contrast between the spirit of fear 
and the spirit of faith. How does the spirit of fear talk? We can't. They're too big. We're too little. There's no way. Have you ever heard this kind of talk before? Is this kind of thing still going on in our time? And Oh yeah. This has never changed. But when Joshua and Caleb stand up, it's a totally different, not just the different words, different spirit, different feel, different atmosphere when they talk. Isn't that right? Yes. Well, what are they saying? Uh-uh, shh, 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 be quiet. Quit your crying. There's nothing to cry about. We're here. Do you see these grapes? Huh? We are here. Would you look at them figs? I saw it, Caleb said. I saw it. Beautiful houses and, and, and vineyards and, and, you know, land and, and, and water features. And let's go get it. Let's go get it. I'm telling you, I know they're big and all that, but God's not with them. Their defense, they don't even have any. They will be a piece of cake. This will be a, their bread for us. Let's go do it. And it made these people so mad. You read this in Numbers 14. It made the rest of them so mad, they started looking for rocks to stone Joshua and Caleb. Faith irritates unbelief. <laughs> Have you ever experienced any of that? <laughs> when you're trying to believe God and somebody around like, would you quit? We can't. Would you just shut up? <laughs> Mm-mm. But faith won't shut up. Hmm? And if they won't listen, you don't have to stay and bug them, but we're going. And um, Joshua and Caleb did go even though they were delayed 40 years. Now that was annoying, right? You know, they were delayed by the unbelief of the other people 40 years. But you, boy, you can see through faith and patience. Through faith and persistence, they got what they believed for. They went in. Hallelujah. Even at age 80, they went in. They possessed the land. God kept them. Caleb said when he was 80 years old, he said, I'm as good to fight today as I was 40 years ago. That means God kept him. Is that right? What did that? Well, he didn't cast away his confidence. He kept on. I, I can just see him and Joshua, you know, they'd have to talk to each other because nobody else would talk faith with them. Do you need faith buddies? Yes. Huh? Yeah, you do. You need faith fellowship. You need to be a part of a church family that actually has faith and talks faith and, and people that you can fellowship with. And, and sometimes even code talk, you know, if you're feeling a little stressed and, and, and you call your friend and you go, hey, uh, you know, tell me again. About how victorious I am? <laughs> tell me again about how I'm healed. You know, tell me again about how God uh, meets all my needs. And they know that's code talk. They go, oh, healed? You so healed? The healed people call you healed. Don't you remember the Lord said this? And the Lord said that. And encouraging. And then another time they call you and you stir them up. Say it out, say it out loud. Thank God, Thank God. for faith friends. For faith. Hallelujah. Well, the spirit of faith and the spirit of fear are, are more than two mentalities. It's more than two sets of doctrine or theological position. Spirit is real. 
It's, and spirits are involved in pushing these things, but it's entirely up to us which one we yield to. You don't have to yield to fear. I, I know as a, uh, as a young man, uh, the Lord quickened to me um, the 23rd Psalm. I didn't even realize, looking back now, I can see more what was going on. But this is long before I had learned anything much about faith or, or being redeemed or being led by the Spirit. I mean, these, I was born again, but that's about it. And, and really young, young physically, naturally. Something had troubled me and bothered me and was scaring me as a boy. And uh, I prayed and asked the Lord to help me, and he did. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know that there was a spirit of fear. I didn't know to resist it. I didn't know I had authority in the name. I didn't know any of that. But I had learned, thank God for Sunday school and church, I had learned the 23rd Psalm. Anybody remember that? I had learned, they had taught us and wanted us to learn Psalm 23. Uh, the, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And the Lord quickened to me a verse of that. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That came back to me, and I had never heard any teaching on confession you know, the, the Spirit of God who's in you, He knows all these things before you ever heard them with your ear. And He quickened to me. I, I didn't see anybody else doing that. Quickened to me for me to say that. For me to say it. And so I just, I, I was, I had been troubled and scared about something as, as a boy. And the Lord quickened to me. Uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And then I just felt prompted to say that I will fear no evil. Huh? Can you see what the Lord's doing for me? I didn't know what he was doing. I will fear no evil. And, and when I said it, I felt better. So I thought, well, I'm going to say that again. Is there, I will fear no evil. What am I doing? I'm resisting fear with the word of God. And I didn't even know there was a spirit of fear. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. And thank God for the Word. Because, see, knowing some of the Word, and, and I mean, I, there probably wasn't four or five other scriptures I could have possibly found or told you about, but I had learned that. And uh, how many know the Holy Spirit can take a couple of verses and help you beat the devil every day? Is that right? If you'll just listen and just pay attention. So I said it again, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. And then, man, I got to feeling sassy. I thought, the Lord's with me. <laughs> the Lord's with me. Isn't that what it said? Yes. He is with me. His rod and his staff. And I didn't even, I didn't have a clue really what I was saying, but I, I knew the difference, what I was sensing and what I was feeling and didn't realize it. But when I started resisting that fear, what, what does the Bible say? Resist the devil and what? He will flee from you. It left me. Those feelings left me. That fear and panic left me. And boy, I was happy about that. I thought, wow, you know, great. I, I didn't even know to say hallelujah or praise God. I just, but uh, thank God. Will that still work today? Yes. Huh? Will it still work today? Yes. Everybody said out loud, the Lord, the Lord 
is my shepherd. Is my, shepherd. My, good shepherd. my good shepherd. Yea, though I walk, Yea, though I walk. Through, the valley through the valley of the shadow of death, the of death. I, will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. I won't be afraid of evil. For the Lord is with me. His rod and his staff. They comfort me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. We must understand. Fear is more than a feeling. It's more than a thought. The spirit of fear will come. And attack you. And try to push you into panic. And especially try to get you to act on that panic. And that's when bad things happen. When you act on fear. Just like if God can get you to act on faith. That's when miracles happen. But if the enemy can push you and get you to act on fear. A lot of people die in cases like that. They, they move. They do the wrong thing. They mess up. They lose their savings. They uh, lose their whatever. They, they mess up their relationship. Refuse to fear. It's a choice. And resist it. Even if you know. Uh, if you got you know goosebumps. And hair sticking up on the back of your neck. And your knees bumping together. And the enemy says it's too late. You're already scared silly crazy. You say shut up. Fear I resist you. Come on. That, that's when it's time to fight. Say it out loud. Fear. Fear. I, resist you. I resist you. Fear. Get out of here. Leave me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, friend, I, things are happening right now. Right now. Right now. And you don't have to wait for me to lead you in this in faith class. You can do this in the middle of the night, on your bed by yourself. You can do this in the car going down the road. You can do this if something's hitting you on the job, on the work. You know, if you need to, take a moment, say, excuse me, just a moment, and go back to your office or your cubicle or go back to the bathroom or outside somewhere and do this. Say, fear, I refuse to yield to you. Yea, though, I mean, if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, how many figure, that's a pretty spooky place. Huh? The valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, that's not a fun, bright, happy place. That you're going to feel some stuff in the valley of the shadow of death. You may hear and experience some things that are pushing you towards panic. But even though I am there, even though I walk through there, I heard somebody say, you know, man, I've I really been going through some stuff. And, and one fellow said, well, don't stop. <laughs> what does that mean? Don't stop while you're in the middle of the stuff. If you find yourself in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, tell me what you do. You don't set up camp. Is that right? You, you don't sit down and say, well, I'm here. Isn't it spooky? Who, no, you get it in gear. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Keep moving so you can get through that thing and get out the other side. But you can say it again, yay. Go ahead and confess it. Yay. Yeah. Though I walk. Through the, valley through the valley of the shadow of death, shadow of death. I, refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. I will not fear. I will, not fear. I will fear no evil, I will fear no evil. 
For the Lord is with me. Oh, come on, say it again. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. The Lord my God. The Almighty God. Is with me. He is with me. And so I will fear no evil. His rod. His staff. They comfort me. His peace. Keeps my heart. Keeps my mind. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Help me out class. You, you will be tested on this material. <laughs> and not just in faith class. In life. In life. When fears come. And they will. That's not a bad confession. It's where we live. In this dark cursed field, devil field place, fears and feelings and thoughts and suggestions and pressures will come. When they come, what do you do, class? What do you do? What do you do? You do not just sit there and think about it and dwell on it and let it get worse and worse and sit on you and cry and despair. You must resist it. Amen. Resist it. Somebody say resist it. Resist it. Say it out loud. I must, I must. Resist, it. resist it. See, never should a child of God become depressed. Never. Never should a child of God become suicidal. Never. To get to that point, you have messed up a long time and a long way back. You didn't resist it. You yielded to it. You let it sit on you. You entertained it. Man, if we could have our eyes opened sometimes and realize what we've been hobnobbing with. These unclean, stinking spirits that have been feeding junk to your mind and you've been wallowing with them in the self-pity and feelings, it would make you go, oh, gross. <laughs> you get up and you take five showers. And, but, but it's spiritual, but you can change it immediately, if you will, if you start resisting it. And, and, and there are times you need, even if you've yielded to something that you should have, shouldn't have, there are times you need to stand up and say, I know I've yielded to it, but I'm saying right now, I don't want it. I don't want this. I don't want it anymore. You leave me. I command you, leave me. And what the Bible says, resist the devil and, and he has no choice. Has no choice. Now, a lot of times, people don't get free because they don't really want to be free. They, they want to wallow in it. They want to stay with it. But when you mean business and you say, no, I'm done with this, I, I, I command you to leave, it has no choice. It, it can't stay. has no choice. What helped me as a boy will help anybody anywhere today because that word still has power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Still has power. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. I want you to say it again. I will fear no evil. Come on, say it again. I will fear no evil. I won't fear any evil. I refuse to fear any bad thing. I refuse to fear. Fear, I resist you. Leave me. Fear, Get out, Get out of here in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Then it goes on to say, your rod and your staff. Well, the shepherd had a rod that he would use to help the sheep with a crook on it. If the sheep got in the ditch or the sheep's going the wrong way, he'd help save the sheep, pull the sheep out. And he also had a rod that he would lay up against the wolf's head or the lion or the predator that's trying to, to get his sheep. And so I don't have to be afraid because I got protection. Is that right? God is with me. So say that out loud again. Uh, your rod. Your rod. Your staff, your staff is with me. The Lord is with me. The Lord my God is with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Romans said, if God is for us, who can be against us? Are you thankful that you know him, that you're not by yourself in this ugly, dark, stinky world? <laughs> That you are not having to deal with this on your own and alone. But every day's a new day. Every night's a new night. And you got to remember beyond today. you got to remember beyond this class what to do. I know I'm being very repetitious. But I'm going to say it again. Fear comes to you. Thoughts come to you. All at once you just feel lousy. And you just feel afraid. And you're thinking... What's going on? I don't understand. What's that? What do you do? Class, class. Quick. Huh? What do you do? You immediately resist. You stand against it from the inside. And I'm telling you, the moment you, you take that step to resist, the one who's inside you, the greater one inside you, is going to come up to help you immediately. Now, he's not going to help you lay and feel sorry for yourself. Uh, he's not going to help you, you know, lay around and talk about how impossible it is and about quitting and giving up and you just think you don't even want to live anymore. He, he, you're giving him nothing to work with. But the moment you will look up and dare to have some confidence and dare to have some fight in you, you will find it's just like a, a you know, sports car with a four barrel or, or something of some kind of turbos or supercharger. I mean, you put your foot in and there's some power there, but you put it on down and here comes the turbos. Woo! Now we're going down the road. Is that right? You start out to say and to do, and it feels like, well, there ain't a whole lot of power here, but here we go. And I mean, you keep doing it, put your foot on into it. Oh boy, here comes the supercharger. Here comes the turbos. Whoa, yeah. And God will put you right over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will put you over the overcomer that you are. Hallelujah. 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 I've preached myself happy and Used up all our time again. So said out loud like we do, I live by faith. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome this world by faith. I am strong in faith, giving glory to God. Well, as you can see, we never quite made it back to numbers today, which means you need to come back tomorrow and feed your faith some more. Till then, we love you, we bless you, and uh, any time this fear comes up, we're not gonna just lay and play with it, we're gonna resist it, hallelujah. And that's how you live free, how you stay free, and how God can use you to help others to get free.
Can you say amen? amen? Well, till then, we'll see you here in Faith School. I've got a victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941 702 7390.